I still had those messages in my head that I had to recover from. And so that's what my memoir, Fierce Wholeness, is all about. And I, that journey in itself, writing that book, uh, was just an incredible testimony to God's faithfulness. We'll talk about this and much more today. Welcome to a Writer's Day podcast. My name is Ruth Douthit, and I'm an award-winning author of books for middle grade readers and the current president of Christian Writers of the West, the Arizona chapter of American Christian Fiction Writers, and welcome to my podcast. She is an author of a memoir called Fierce Wholeness, a public speaker, and a bookstagrammer that you could follow on Instagram. Author Robin Mead joins me today to talk about her book and everything else in life that matters. So you know the drill. Grab your favorite beverage, a comfortable chair, kick back and relax as we listen to author Robin Mead. Hello and welcome to my podcast episode. I'm super excited to be uh, talking with Robin Mead. Now she and I met on Instagram and I started liking her posts and she started liking my posts and I saw that she has written a memoir and that always intrigues me. I just finished reading another memoir and I'm going to have that author on my podcast. So I thought I would reach out and invite Robin to be on my podcast to talk about her writing journey and her book and anything else that she wants to talk about. So welcome, Robin. Thank you so much. Thank you so much for having me. I'm, I'm honored to be your guest on the podcast today. So why don't you go ahead and tell my listeners a little bit about yourself? Okay. Um, I, I just moved to Florida from Illinois, so I'm very happy that I am missing winter up north. They're wow. having a snowstorm tonight, and I'm, I'm glad that I, I dodged that. I bet. Um, <laughs> Um, but just like most people, I have a lot of pieces, a lot of experiences. Um, I grew up in the Midwest and I grew up in Michigan I went to college in Ohio and then I moved to Chicago. Um, I have three adult children who I raised as a single mom. I enjoy volunteering and I consider myself to be a lifelong learner. I'm always looking to figure out how, how to make things better. There's always something new to learn. Um, I love history and learning about other cultures and and that really uh, is reflected in my some of my fiction writing that I've gotten started on trying to create create a new setting create another world um, I question why things are the way they are and how how I can change them for the better or how a change can be brought about um, and I've been writing my whole life uh, I started when I was a child, um, I wrote my first book when I was six, um, but pursuing writing was strongly discouraged when I was growing up. Um, there, you know, there's no money in it. You're, you're never going to make any money in it. You're never going to, what you have to say isn't important. None of this is ever going to make a difference. So I, I kept writing, I kept journaling and, and writing stories. Um, but I, I understand how getting stuff on paper can be challenging because you hear those messages over and over again. And I uh, just just kept at it. I started going to a writer's conference about 10 years ago. And at first, when I went to the writer's conference, I thought, oh, these are adult people who are writers. And someday when I grow up, I might be like them. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
but then I was also going through this faith journey uh, during the same time where uh, God was really healing me from some of the effects of those messages and and how they had impacted the rest of my life. And so through that journey, um, I got up the courage to go to a publisher and say, I want to write this book about being raised in a situation of emotional abuse and how Jesus brought me out of that, uh, those long-term effects, even though I wasn't living any longer with anybody who was abusive, I still had those messages in my head that I had to recover from. And so that's what my memoir, Fierce Wholeness, is all about. And I, that journey in itself, writing that book, uh, was just an incredible testimony to God's faithfulness. Wow, that's amazing. Writing a book is not an easy thing. And did you find that it was therapeutic for you too? It was. It was. Writing, well, first of all, getting everything down like in a sequential order was was very therapeutic <laughs> um, because there are a lot of feelings. You know, feelings are kind of like uh, ping pong balls where they go zip, 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 zip mm-hmm. all over the place. Um, and one of the one of the big things about healing is if you can't name what you're hurting from it's very difficult to heal Mm. so when you're trying to catch a ping pong ball in the in midair and you keep missing it then you it's hard to hard to keep going so writing writing down you know chronologically what what had happened to me and then also that journey of healing was very therapeutic and there were a couple things that i honestly had not uh, revisited in quite some time. Mm. And so there's a a grieving process through the writing, but very cathartic. Mm. Were you able to talk to your children first to let them know you were doing this? So I wrote, I talked to my kids before I made the pitch to the, to the publisher. I said, I'm going to go do this. And they were like, go mom, go do it. (laughs) Um, so, and, uh, one of the, one of the pieces of healing has been not passing on those things to my children, Mm -hmm. um, and trying to have a better relationship with him with them, um, going forward. But, you know, even though this book is a memoir, um, most of my writing is fiction and haiku Mm. poetry. I, I really, um, enjoy writing haiku because it's like a puzzle and I love puzzles and trying to get that uh, five seven five dynamic mm-hmm. going <laughs> right. can be challenging that's true um, and as a child I I read extensively uh, about Greek mythology and Roman mythology and uh, Tolkien uh, the Lord of the Rings and the Hobbit and of course all the Narnia books by C.S. Lewis so mm-hmm. I had a big imagination about uh, how things could be or other worlds. And I know you have that too, reading your Dragon Forest series. Oh, thanks. Yes, I found that you and I have quite a bit in common in that we both started writing at a young age. And did I dabbled in some poetry as well. My family, though, rec- recognized my artistic and writing ability early and it was kind of the opposite. They really encouraged me to go forward with that. 
hoping that, of course, it would be able to provide a living for me. But when my parents realized, well, probably not. You should probably do something else, too. (laughs) (laughs) But, um, you know, so I've always had a full-time job and then wrote on the side. But, yeah, I tend to like fantasy as well. I didn't grow up in an abusive home, but I had a mother who struggled with extreme mental illness and so dealt with that my in you know my life uh so i was tempted to write a memoir or perhaps just a a fictional account of her life but i i wanted to respect her and wait until after she had passed away and now that she's gone though just the idea of a, approaching something like that is so intimidating intimidating to me so i do admire those authors like yourself who can take that um, I guess it's a risk of revisiting those old ghosts and awaking them. And that's why I was wondering if you spoke with your children, because you have to let your family know that you're, you know, am, um, opening up the graves of these long lost feelings. And it can cause you some, some pain, uh, like you said, grieving all over again. And uh, it can affect the family. So uh, did you find that it was, we, we discussed that it was therapeutic for you, but did you find that maybe after this memoir, writing fantasy was kind of like um, a bit of escapism or a, a relief for you? So that's a great question. Um, I, I think I'm still figuring that out. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um, I think writing the memoir first got out of a lot of emotion and you know as you say it's a kind of a daunting you know task to do that um when you're you're facing yourself and your own journey so writing about uh, someone else's fictional journey seems like it would be a little easier after after writing the memoir for sure yeah it's sometimes for me uh, writing the fantasy world is so much more fun because like you said you're you're creating a world a language a history you know these characters the dynamics behind it uh, it's it's a lot of fun i find <laughs> it is it is and i i don't know if you've ever read um like the addendum to the lord of the rings book but tolkien spent so much time writing about the world mm-hmm. that not, and none of that is even included in the, the books but you can see when you read the genealogies and mm-hmm. and all the other things that he created, how how rich that made his characters and his. So it was like he was there with this, with these people interacting with him himself, which of course you are with your characters. Um, and it, but it takes a lot of time. <laughs> it does, doesn't uh, it? Building up that bat- yeah, it sure does. Mm-hmm. It sure does. And I've had. I think for me, when I first did the first draft of Dragon Forest, I didn't consider any of that. And then I did go back and read uh, The Fellowship of the Ring and the the history of the hobbits. And when I read that, I thought, you know, I guess I should go and add a little bit of an explanation of the world that I created. Uh, I found that to be very enjoyable. I don't go into it as in-depth as Tolkien, of course. <laughs> I didn't invent an entire language or anything, but or variations of a language, but um, I did find that that was something that I felt the reader would want, and I found it to be 
helpful for me as well as kind of explaining things in my world. I've had some people ask me, you know, why did you make the dragons, you know, in your world do this or not be able to do that or have them do this, have them do that. And I thought, well, you know, I should have an explanation for that. And so I had to go back and in the third book kind of explain my world a little bit deeper. So it's, it's a lot of fun when you, when you're writing fantasy like that to create your own world, when you're coming off of writing about the serious, heavy issues in a memoir of of your, of what you wrote. Yes. For me, I'm writing a women's fiction right now about some heavy issues like PTSD and drug addiction. So I, I needed a break from that. And I wrote Dragon Games, which has been fun another fantasy adventure and I'm illustrating it. So do you find that taking a break from such heavy, deep subjects as emotional abuse, um, that it helps you to go to a lighter subject of a fantasy world? Well, yes and no. I, I think, I think that emotional abuse thread is always going to be in some of my characters. Mm. I think that's always going to be vetted out in that way that's that's part of the catharsis right is showing it in in different views or even in different views considering current events of of things that relate to that um the the book that i'm working on right now the piece of fiction is a world where there are you know shapeshifters and Mm -hmm. wizards and Mm -hmm. there's a heroine who's faced with difficult choices in order to save herself and her people so it's a real good versus evil kind of thing but she's going to have to go through some growth in order to uh, get to the point where she can be a heroine and I think that's a journey we all have to go on Uh, you know we may not be slaying dragons or slaying monsters um, but we are actual monsters right but we all have our own battles that we have to gird up and fight for so I think that's kind of a, a universal a universal theme Mm, I love um, that. Mm-hmm. I also have uh, several Bible studies that I'm that I'm finishing. I like they're in different phases. So I guess that's my more serious writing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, and I really have been kind of deep in the Book of Proverbs for the last few months, and I want some of those those simple biblical truths to come through in certainly my Bible studies, but but also this work of fiction. Mm-hmm. Um, because there, in any society, there has to be underlying truths that gird people for for what they do, good or bad. So you feel your readers are mostly women who are in need of wholeness, that fierce wholeness that you were talking about? I, I do. I think my books are geared toward, or my writing is geared toward women who are trying to grow in their faith. They're probably, you know, at least 30 uh, they've they've got some kids maybe or they're getting ready to have kids and they're facing the challenges that we all face either either parenthood or marriage or maybe divorce or maybe the struggles with their career and they're trying to reconcile all that with their day to day faith and their and their emotional stuff that has accumulated over life that we all stuff that we all have at my at my heart though is you know, teaching and uh, discipleship, but especially teaching women how to be strong and I would say, yeah, fierce in their faith. I think in every generation, there's a time where Christians are called to 
to stand up and be counted and uh, I say be fierce in their faith and I think I think those are important stories to tell in order to encourage and also you know disciple people to that next level of faith because we don't we don't ever reach the high we're never like Christ before we leave this life right so there's always got to be another level of faith that we're reaching for That's and then you know this growth that God expects us to keep growing but the journey to get there can be very scary mm-hmm. um, you need people to go before you and say hey this is how this is how I did it or even this is how this heroine did it or this hero did it to help encourage them that's a lot of what uh, scripture tells us about uh, the different heroes in the Bible what they did for good and bad what they what they accomplished what their weaknesses were they're real, very real people that we can relate to that's true and it is important to have those themes running through our fiction as well now, as a writer, I've been utilizing Instagram a lot more now. I'm, I all last year was uh, in school, and so I didn't have time. But now that I'm done with school, I told myself 2021 is going to be the year that I start to really use Instagram to grow my platform. So, how have you been using Instagram to help you grow your platform? So I was really afraid of Instagram <laughs> when I when I started because I I like um, I like a, a desktop computer so being able to do things on the phone was really intimidating to mm. me. I had to I it took me a little bit to get used to it, but there are so many cool options for things that you can do and learning about the stories and the highlights and how to make things fancy um, with little little sparklies um, I'm still working on videos uh, trying to trying to get those on the stories but you know I uh, I'm I'm doing it (laughs) one piece at a time yeah I I really like the highlights option for being able to save posts and stories and organizing them a bit more so I have them as a reference and of course my followers have them as as a reference uh, I really like being able to comment on other people's posts. Instagram is fast. Mm-hmm. It's just like bada bing, bada boom. So it's a quick look. You look and see what's going on. Whereas I feel like Facebook is more of a, I need to read this in depth mm-hmm. and, and respond that way. So I think it's a great partner to the other platforms and social media, to connecting, connecting that way. Um, I really like that I can add my personality because I tend to be, I spent um, about 10 years as a college professor teaching uh, business courses and Western civilization. And Neat. so I tend to do this formal thing where I'm speaking in video. I'll, I'll try and, you know, be prepared for class. So everything's got to be perfect. And I'm, I've just got that going. And, mm-hmm. and that's, uh, that could be really intimidating to people. And that doesn't, that's not really my personality. I'm more of a, person who likes to laugh a lot yeah you have a great laugh (laughs) uh, thank you um and I you know tend to maybe make sarcastic comments and and just kind (laughs) of hey how how is this or how is that and it's hard to translate that on on social media all the time and of course then 
as someone who's who's got a platform for the public, you know, I'm trying to lead people to Jesus, so I don't want them to think I'm being sarcastic or rude. Mm-hmm. To them. <laughs> so that formal that formal appearance seems safer to me than um, showing all of my personality at once. Sure, I hear you. It can also, you know, it can be misconstrued, and you have to take that into account. And so I, I hear you. I do. It's a I think Instagram's great because you can, like you said, it's fast. You can like posts right away and move on to the next one and do a quick reels. You know, boom, boom, takes five minutes to get it up there and you're on to your next item that you want to post. So I, I, I agree. It can be fun. It can also be serious. So it just seems to be a safer place for authors, I find, where uh, the people I like anyway, the people I've been following are you know not political or they don't seem to be so angry they're not activists you know they're not these activists out to try and change the world they're just about hey there's a beautiful book cover here's a beautiful still life you know or a flat lay and i just i get so much peace by just scrolling through and seeing the beauty whereas facebook tends to be a little bit more you're right you have to slow down and read and then comment and post your comment and can be a or little keep bit. scrolling yeah or, or just keep scrolling, keep scrolling. Or yeah. just keep scrolling right. <laughs> right right and um i think i think we need to remember you know that regardless of what's going on in politics god wins mm-hmm. and he has a bigger plan than who is in office here not that not that that's not important and just we gotta gotta put that first and that's yeah. that could be it could be a real struggle, right, to keep scro- scrolling by. And mm-hmm. Instagram, uh, you're right; it's not as political. Um, yeah. I have I have stayed off of Twitter for months. Oh yeah, I quit I, Twitter. Yeah, I had yeah, to quit it's it. Just, um, but but Instagram is more. Hey, this is what I'm doing today, and I think I think that's at the heart of where we all are. Mm-hmm. And regardless of what your political affiliation is, we're all a bunch of people. Uh, we all love our kids. We all see beauty and and dew on flowers in the morning, mm-hmm. sunlight. You know, those are those are things that can unify us, and yeah. and that's it's a way that we can really draw together. Um, it's been very healing for me. You know, I love all the pictures of the snow right now because, like you, I don't live in it. <laughs> I live in the desert, far from it. So I'm really enjoying all these pictures of the snow from Phoenix. Um, and it's just so beautiful. So many people are really going out of their way to take gorgeous photographs, you, you know, expressing themselves with uh-huh, photography uh-huh. and the still lives that they do or just posting these quick videos about a book they've read that they recommend or just about themselves. To me, it's been very healing after the tumultuous year that we had last year uh-huh, and with COVID uh-huh. and everything. It's been very healing for me. So I like taking 15, 20 minutes out of my day on my work breaks to put together a photograph and post it. it it's just a nice gratifying feeling. I like, Hey, I'm, I'm expressing myself as an artist. You know, this uh-huh. is my creativity uh-huh. and has nothing to do with my books. It's so nice to just, you know, say, this is me. I'm being genuine. I'm not trying to sell a book for crying out loud. You know, right. that time will come, right. but not right now. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. And those are the followers who are going to follow you. Mm-hmm. Because they're going to be drawn into that piece, and you know that's another 
another way we share the gospel too yeah right sharing the light yeah sharing the light that's right exactly i mean we can post a few bible verses that are meaningful to us and then a beautiful landscape photograph of our you know our backyard or some hills i've been seeing a lot of people posting uh, landscapes nearby them Uh on their walks and i'm like oh this is just so beautiful uh very peaceful i have been blessed by it very blessed by it myself as well i really uh there's a couple people that i follow and they have they're uh writers but they're also photographers Mm -hmm. and they have some incredible just incredible photos yeah they filming with hope so it's like inspirational isn't it yeah absolutely Uh, yeah i so i highly recommend those of you out there listening uh, to plug into instagram a little bit more follow people who are like-minded and just enjoy their creativity and let it inspire you to try and be more creative our social platforms can be that they don't have to be politics that does have a place and a time but i have found to help with my mental health my wellness uh, to just use it as a creative a creative outlet instead so absolutely i would agree well, Robin, I thank you so much for taking time out of your busy day to talk to me and my listeners about your books, your uh, memoir, Fierce Wholeness, and uh, about yourself, and how you've been using Instagram. Well, thank you for having me, Ruth. I really appreciate it, um, and I'm, I'm glad to share. I'm glad to share. Um, if anybody would like to uh, check out more about me, they can look at my website, robinmeadauthor.com, um, and... Uh, I also have a YouTube channel with Bible teaching on it, uh, youtube.com slash Robin Mead Author. Um, and of course, follow me on Instagram for Robin Mead Author on Instagram or Facebook. Happy to, happy to encourage other people. That was so much fun talking with author Robin Mead. Her memoir, Fierce Wholeness, is available now. And you can follow her on Instagram and see her beautiful posts. They're very encouraging and inspirational. Thank you so much for joining me today, and I hope that you've been inspired. Keep writing, keep going forward on your writing journey one step at a time, and until next time, God bless.